What's happening? Pa Peter Von Panda here. Hey, this week, I want to talk to you about camping. I love camping. Don't get to do it enough. Don't get out there into the wilderness as much as I want to do. Sometimes I just go out there without getting camping gear at all and breathe it in and then come back inside the house from the backyard. That's what I do. But wanted to talk about some topics this week as I was thinking about camping. And to be honest, my favorite time camping is the fall. I don't know when yours is. A lot of people love summer. A lot of people like spring. Hey, you know what? There's winter camping. Done it. It's tough. Did a dog sledding trip way back when. That was in the winter. And it was a dog sledding trip and camping combined into a single trip because you had to camp too. But it was awesome, dude. It was awesome. Anyway, but I like fall because it's not too hot. You can... Go to sleep, stay warm in your bag. You don't have to worry a lot about rain as much as you do in the spring and all of that. So I'm looking forward to the fall camping experience here coming up. The thing I wanted to ask is, has camping gotten too soft? Has all camping become glamping? Now, I know some of the people on this channel here, some of the subs here are outdoorsmen like I couldn't even imagine. Some of you... Wake up and brush your teeth with outdoor mud. You guys are some outdoorsmen of outdoorsmen. And I love that. And so I want you to weigh in here. I want you to tell me, are you still doing camping like you used to? Obviously, technology has improved a ton. Just about everything from cell phones to uh, personal massagers. But the thing about camping is that it's always been, you know, and I'm going to marry backpacking a little bit into this too, but. Camping has always been a little bit of civilization clashing with wilderness, right? That's the whole thing is you're trying to go out and you're trying to enjoy the wilderness, but camping specifically is trying to bring a little bit of that civilization, a little bit of that humanity, that comfort to the outdoors, just enough so that you can enjoy and feel like you're a part of the outdoors without literally being a part of it, without having to rely on that land. That's just being an animal out in the wilderness which you can do too. But what we're trying to do is we're trying to take out food and clothing and shelter into that inhospitable wilderness and add a little bit of those kind of luxuries and not necessarily feel like we're adulterating anything and they'll leave no trace. And so I think it originally started a lot with tents and tents were very basic. I remember some of my very first tents and think back to the little A-frame ones. Those were the most simple, right? So they're just like a triangular tube you got two poles, maybe three feet tall in the middle. So you got two aluminum poles that just hold up the ends. And then the whole shape of it is basically by just pulling out all of the tie-down ropes and then staking them into the ground. So structurally, it's not a freestanding tent, right? That came later, especially backpacking and uh, mountain climbing, where you didn't want to have to stake stuff in. You need a little bit more volume. But in the very basic world, especially when I started with Boy Scouts, it was just those little A-frame tents and one person could get inside. They weren't super comfortable. They drooped. You were a little bit of a hot dog in a bun. You could feel the, the nylon on you as the wind would blow, shake it a little bit, but they worked. I think they were very popular in the military as well. But the thing about it was that you were taking as little as possible, as little as you needed out into the wilderness. And in fact... From a food standpoint, I think one of the ways that I remember bringing a little bit of that civilization to the wilderness was the freeze-dried food, because this is where, yeah, it wasn't necessarily great, 
you'd take your freeze-dried food, you add some hot water, let it hydrate a little bit, eat it, tasted eh, pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. But you certainly wouldn't put it on a plate in a restaurant to serve it to someone and be like, these peas are delicious. These peas are so fresh. No, but it was just about having something like a civilized meal, right? You could have peach cobbler out there in the wilderness now. You could have macaroni and cheese and spaghetti out in the wilderness. It was crazy. Whereas normally you'd be eating a lot of beef jerky, throwing something onto the fire, putting it on a stick and roasting it or whatever you wanted to do. And so there were some ways to make it a little more civilized. But now I feel like everything, and I'm not saying that you have to buy all this stuff, but I'll be honest, my age, my season in life, I do want it to be more comfortable. For sure. I want to have some more of the amenities when I'm out in the wilderness. But it's like everything I look at, every piece of equipment I ever look at now is somehow like the most elaborate piece of equipment I've ever seen bordering on glamping. So let's just talk about some specifically like air mattresses. I have never seen larger, fluffier, like quilted air mattresses. The air mattresses now that have pillows built into them, the elevated piece that goes under your head, they're much wider, longer, they're built for full-size cots or whatever it might be. And one of the things that I actually noticed here too is even tents and cots, they are far more advanced. They're far more luxurious than I've ever seen. And one of the things, I, I don't know, I know I'm sounding like I'm complaining here, but I was thinking of buying is a tent built on a cot. So one of the issues about going camping is that you put down this ground cloth and you put your tent on top of it, you're flying on top of that, you're at the mercy of whatever the train is, if it's rocky, if it's uneven, if it's hard, whatever. And also if it rains and it gets muddy and the ground swells, whatever it might be. But a tent built on a cot is like a win-win. It's like the best of both worlds, although I wouldn't call it for backpacking. It's definitely more camping. But now the tent is elevated off the ground, so it doesn't really matter if it's rocky ground or anything like that. It doesn't matter if it rains. The water's not going to soak into your back while you're sleeping because now you're sleeping on a cot, which would be comfortable and luxurious inside of a tent, right? But now you're on a cot above the ground. You still are protected from the elements. You're protected from bugs and things like this. So it's actually brilliant. They're not cheap. They're like a few hundred bucks for these things. I'm curious how well they work. I'm curious how heavy they are. But if you're just going to go camping and you don't want to set up on the ground and you want almost the hammock-like luxury of, of a hammock, but in a cot, now you're sleeping on a cot, in a tent, off the ground. Man, that seems like a brilliant way to go. So it's even a little bit like all of the food gear. Now you can take food that doesn't need to be heated up the MREs, you can take all of that kind of good stuff. I've noticed that the gear from a technology standpoint, better materials, lighter materials, a lot of titanium stuff. Tools are a lot lighter. They're easy to carry and you can carry a ton more of them. Everything from bottle openers to fire strikers. It used to be when I would camp, you'd take a box of waterproof matches. So you had a limited amount of fire starting capability. A lot of times you're using a little bit of a white gas stove, so you're trying to cook very quickly. And now having a campfire is done just for like ambiance, which is fine. I want to do that. The other thing is, let's talk about it. Let's go there. Let's talk about the poopy. So now I think people aren't getting poison oak ass because you're not wiping yourself with them oak leaves anymore. You're not digging that hole. You're not 
pooing like a bear in the woods. Everywhere you got to go has got to have facilities, right? Now, these campgrounds now have facilities for almost showering and toileting and all that stuff. But on top of that, a lot of them are advertising like nice facilities. And obviously glamping is crazy where I went to the getaway houses and they're like tiny houses or like trailer homes. And so obviously you have a toilet and everything and a shower inside, which is a pretty nice way to go. But a lot of these glamping places will have a toilet inside of the tent that they provide you too. You're not even sharing a bathroom with even a small community. You're got your own which is pretty amazing which is nice i'm not saying i'm not intrigued by that i'm not saying i'm tempted by that oh i'm tempted by that my own personal golden throne i wonder if they put a tv in front of it so i can watch titanic while i'm relaxing on the throne anyway so i'm saying all these amenities i embrace but i'm just curious are there people still doing the hardcore camping i watch some of these youtube videos of people going out just on their own with their dog in some nasty weather sometimes. And they're going out, but they're taking a lot of amenities that are beyond what I even had access to when I first started getting camping. And I'm not judging. I'm not saying that they, they shouldn't. But it's like the trips are very short. Maybe a few days, maybe a weekend down the wilderness. And if you were going to go for longer than that, if you were going to go for 10 days, 7 days out in the wilderness then you probably just would have to lose some of the luxuries for some of the necessities, trading off that fancy air mattress for the food that you're going to need. And I'm just kind of curious, are people still doing that? Or is it more about the experience? Is it more about going out and having that spiritual moment? Not a survival moment, but a spiritual moment. Doing some reflecting, taking in the, the great creation around us, enjoying it. Are all of these advancements in camping this kind of nudging camping along the spectrum towards glamping. Is this an improvement? What do you think? I'm just kind of curious. How hardcore are you? For me, I definitely would say I'm kind of sliding down that scale, right? Sliding down towards the more comfortable side. Taking technology along with us. Taking that solar charger so that I can charge up my phone. I'll tell you, I'm taking it. But are you more hardcore about it? That's what I'm curious about. So anyway... Is camping getting soft? Are we getting soft? Are people still doing hardcore camping? Compasses, maybe a tarp, finding and forging for food and sustenance along the way, setting up shelters out of what nature is providing. I don't know. Just curious who's doing what these days. Anyway, just some of my thoughts, just some of my musings as I'm looking at stuff and I'm like, oh, that's brilliant. I'm taking that on my next camping trip. And then thinking for a minute, am I getting soft? Not just around the waist, not just the spare tire. That That's... That's large and soft on the outside, but it's hard as a rock underneath. Just FYI. But what's the state of camping these days? That's it. Want you to weigh in. Let me know what you're doing out there in the wilderness while exploring. Peter Von Panda, out.